Today, my guest is Professor Tai Lanchi. I will keep my introduction short to maximize our time with him. In the next 30 minutes or so, we'll talk about Thailand as a person. Professor Chi is a thought leader and an esteemed scholar and is a mentor to many PhD students and junior faculty. For the sake of time, I'll skip many of his accomplishments and give you a very quick snapshot. Professor Chi is a fellow of the AIB. He's an editor at JIPS, serves on the editorial boards of Academy of Management Review, Strategic Management Journal, Journal of World Business, and Global Strategy Journal. He was a finalist in the AIB Richard Farmer Dissertation Competition in IB. He's an expert in integrating RBV and property rights, and a major contributor in applying real options in international business and strategy research. Thank you, Thailand, for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for this uh, uh, you know, great uh, informative set of uh, work you are doing. Thank you. Uh, Thailand, uh, what did you want to become when you were a child? Well, um, you know, I, I, as a child, uh, so pe people, I was very you know, quiet and not so rambunctious as a boy. I liked drawing. Right? The people uh, saw my drawing, they said, oh, you should be a painter when you grow up. Uh, you know, when, uh, then, you know, we lived in a in fairly isolated place. Uh, uh, and uh, so I did not have a lot of kids to play. When we moved to, uh, a, a, you know, a big uh, organization's uh, compound with, with lots of families, lots of kids, I started playing with other kids and, and forgot about my painting. And then I developed interest in um, uh, electronics, uh, assembling uh, transistor radios, uh, even got parts for a TV set uh, before I graduated from high school. Uh, you know, at, at that time, I wanted to be an electrical engineer. <laughs> and so, uh, but after graduation of high school, which, you know, I, I can talk about it later, uh, I had to work. So I basically abandoned my, you know, uh, uh, hobby. And I picked it up again, you know, uh, when I started, uh, uh, I guess, uh, assembling a, a computer for myself, uh, you know, as a graduate student, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, even as, as a professor. Uh, and so it shifted a lot. Yeah. It's from, from uh, childhood to teenage. Alan, where did you grow up? Uh, well, I grew up in, uh, well, in northern China, uh, mainly in Beijing. Uh, and can you remember the earliest moment of uh, awareness between domestic versus international? Yeah, well, uh, the, the, the first, uh, my first exposure to uh, uh, people of different uh, uh, nationalities uh, was in uh, kindergarten. Uh, I went to a kindergarten that also uh, admitted uh, uh, children from uh, foreign embassies in Beijing. Uh, you know, in, in my, uh, no, also uh, some foreign, uh, I guess, uh, dignitaries who may have fled uh, their country uh, uh, because of coups or violence uh, who lived in Beijing. You know, I remember I had a, a girl uh, uh, in the class whose father was a, a prince in Laos, uh, a, a coup d'etat 
uh, got him killed and his family moved to China and she was in my class. Uh, there was a, uh, a girl from uh, the Cuban embassy. Uh, Interesting. So they, you know, we, they, they, they all spoke Chinese with the uh, accent because they lived in China for quite a uh, number of years. Uh, and, and we, uh, you know, I did notice a lot of differences. Interesting. Not only appearances, but also uh, uh, cultural. Uh, Thailand, uh, how did you choose academia? And within academia, how did you select uh, international strategy or uh, international uh, research? Right. So I guess uh, my exposure to, uh, uh, you know, national, uh, cross-nation differences, cross-cultural differences at two stages, right? You know, as, as a kid, I, I mentioned that I went to a kindergarten with uh, kids from other countries. And then, you know, China closed up uh, as I was growing up. Uh, there were very few uh, foreigners and uh, the Cultural Revolution started uh, and uh, there was political turmoil and most uh, uh, families uh, with, uh, uh, I guess, uh, some education or even power, like government officials were uh, put in jail or, 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 or uh, persecuted, uh, so uh, you know, we 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 had very little exposure. But uh, it's uh, you know, I was sent to a language school as a as a uh, 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 you know middle school student. Uh, that, that language school was due to uh, uh, the uh, Sino-Soviet border conflict. They wanted to train in case it was a. Uh, you know, a uh, major conflict between China and Russia. Uh, they wanted to train some people uh, in Russian mainly. So I went to that school and uh, uh, that school, uh, well, by the time I graduated from the school, it's just a, a high school. Uh, and uh, I was assigned to work in the uh, trading company. This tension between China and Russia had eased uh, so they, they didn't need uh, uh, so many Russian speakers anymore, <laughs> because we, you know, it's, it's very interesting that the, uh, during the Cultural Revolution, people of my age uh, really got uh, very little education, and the schools were very turmoil. The kids were uh, uh, undisciplined. Uh, some of them even beat up their teachers and principals. Uh, but in my school. Uh, the kids were uh, concentrating on their academics. Uh, in, in, in addition to the foreign language, they also studied, you know, Chinese, uh, mathematics, uh, you know, geography, history. So we were considered uh, quite well educated, but better educated than many of the college students, because college students were selected from, you know, uh, peasants or, or workers who did not even have. A, uh, a education beyond primary school. So they, they, they were college students in name, many of them, right? And, and so we were assigned to work in the uh, trading company that uh, uh, wanted to train us in English. You know, most of us did not learn English in that school. Um, so we started doing business uh, in, in the uh, uh, mid seventies. And, and so you know, that's my second exposure to you know, uh, anything international. So 
I, I did uh, international business even before I went to uh, a college, uh, spent four years uh, negotiating contracts. Uh, and then uh, 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 Chinese so, uh, you know, decided to have uh, economic reform, uh, you know, social uh, liberalization. And the, the colleges started uh, admitting students through exams again. I took the exam, I went to, you know, I, I, you know, I tried to uh, uh, decide which uh, field to go to. Initially, I was still uh, uh, aspiring to be an electrical engineer. So that was my passion for quite some time as a teenager. Uh, but then I realized uh, my comparative advantage. <laughs> you know, a lot of kids uh, younger, maybe four years younger, uh, they had better math uh, and science education than I did. Even though my school was, you know, pretty stable, pretty good, uh, so I, if I if I try to go to uh, engineering school, I probably would not be able to get into a uh, at the top one of the top schools. So, so I realized that I, my my education was broader, my experience was broader, uh, business was uh, probably my uh, you know comparative advantage, and so I decided to as you know. Uh, apply for admission at the uh, uh, they call it Beijing Institute of Foreign Trade, which is now called the uh, University of International Business and uh, Economics. Uh, Interesting. Right, and so that that's what I started uh, studying. This, I, I, you know, the more I studied, like the more I felt that I did not uh, know much. So I, you know, uh, pursued, uh, decided, decided to pursue academics. Uh, that makes sense. And really interesting. Uh, Thailand, what's something that you wouldn't put on your CV, but uh, the audience might find interesting? Other than the fact that you know Russian, you speak fluent Russian. Um... <laughs> well, I, uh, my Russian is all rusty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, a, a lot of the... Uh, uh, People don't. I, mean, I don't. I do put on CV that I have some Russian. Uh, I guess uh, not, not proficiency, but to speak a little bit of Russian. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, uh, I started alluding to this. I uh, worked in international business before I even got college education. So, so that's that's how I. I got very uh, interested into, uh, I mean, in the, the complexity of international business, international uh, transactions. Uh, if you stop being a scholar, would you go back and do the uh, trading again, international trading again? Uh, oh. Well, uh, probably not. <laughs> I, I had an opportunity to uh, work in trading companies after I, uh, I, uh, I graduated from college. Uh, I decided to pursue uh, more education and, and, and you know, academics, uh, understanding of the world is, is a passion for me. You know, it's not just in, in international business, I mean, international relations, uh, different uh, uh, history, uh, uh, you know, I guess political economy is, is, is uh, uh, something that I, I, I observe very keenly nowadays. Uh, so if I, I stop working in international business, I may try to study uh, uh, you know, comparative economic systems or these things. 
but beyond that, you know, I, I, I could go back to my, you know, teenage uh, passion and, uh, you know, learn some uh, artificial intel intelligence and, and, you know, you apply that to whatever, you know, the, 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 my, my understanding of languages or, or even uh, uh, you know, uh, doing computer repair jobs. <laughs> Uh, Thailand, uh, let's switch for the sake of time, uh, let's switch to uh, research. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you explain your research to people who don't read your work regularly? Say you're stranded in a small village and uh, how do you explain the importance of your uh, scholarly activities? Well, um, so I, I to what they, uh, uh, after, uh, at the end of my college education, uh, I spent five, six months uh, working in the trading company again, right? Uh, before college, I worked in the trading company and after college, I, I did the same. Uh, and uh, uh, we, at that time, China opened up again and we started uh, 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 negotiating technology transfer and joint venture agreements. So what really uh, piqued my interest, so why are there these uh, uh, clauses, you know, are, are they are they really helping? You know, the, the contract clauses. I, I wasn't trained in uh, law, but we worked almost uh, like lawyers. We we drafted cons, uh, uh, contracts. You know, of course, the, these contracts were much thinner than uh, a typical American contract. And as we know, you know, even the, the European countries don't draft. You know the contracts that stack up uh, to your you know waist <laughs> from the floor, and the the uh, uh, so it, it, I I really wanted to understand it. Uh, when I got into uh, uh, you know a graduate program, my PhD, I said, well, you know, uh, that must be some reason. Uh, people want joint ventures rather than the licensing agreement. And I searched and I found uh, this is, uh, you know, the whole branch of uh, inf economics, uh, information economics. So the people may not want to reveal as much information during the negotiation. And sometimes people choose to reveal. So why, why do they do that, uh, especially in the international setting? And uh, uh, in the joint venture, they, they Share. Why, why do the shares matter? Is that related to uh, the, the, the power control? Uh, and then eventually I, I got the uh, uh, chance to uh, discuss these issues with a very, uh, I guess, a, a very interesting uh, academic. Uh, he he has, has a really good mind. Uh, uh, is Yoram is, um, uh, Barzell, it's a professor at the University of Washington. He basically uh, directed me to uh, you know, the whole literature of information economics, agency theory. Uh, basically it's an incentives matter, uh, information matter uh, in writing contracts, in the business relations. Uh, and uh, eventually uh, after I, I, I finished my PhD, I you know, got exposed to uh, behavioral uh, cognitive biases. It's just, okay, you, if you accept there's deficiency in information, uh, in, in, 
you can accept there's deficiency in people's you know, cognition uh, uh, and there may be biases. So what I do is to uh, study how you know, the, the deficiencies in information, how deficiencies in people's cognition or even emotions, uh, I haven't got to that part very much, uh, influence uh, business uh, relations in the international context. Thailand, was Barzell your advisor? No, he uh, was, uh, uh, he, I didn't even take a class from him. Uh, my advisor was a, 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 a great guy. Uh, initially, it was uh, uh, Tom Rail. He uh, uh, was exposed to this stream of uh, uh, research also. Uh, he suggested that I talk to Joran Barzell. And so we had uh, you know, quite a, a few uh, conversations. And uh, so I guess uh, what we, I, I, I really studied uh, had a lot to do with Tom Rail because he suggested the literature, you know, internalization theory, eclectic paradigm, uh, then the Williamson's work, uh, and, and then Joran Barzell and, and the whole uh, branch of uh, transaction cost economics. And Williamson called uh, that branch as the measurement branch. Uh, what are some of the uh, omitted variables? I mean, you, you mentioned some theories. Well, in your opinion, for the next uh, five to 10 years of the field? What are some of the underdeveloped, understudied areas in the, in the field? Well, um, you know, if, if, I, if I know, I know it is easy to do, I would have done it. I wouldn't tell you, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I think that the deficiency, I think people tend to do what uh, is measurable uh, and I'm, I'm more of a theoretician. I, I did do some uh, uh, empirical study myself. Uh, I'm doing more with the colleagues who uh, uh, have been primarily doing uh, uh, empirical work. I, and uh, you know, we, we, we have complementarity there. You know, um, I have, uh, I guess, a stronger uh, theoretical training perhaps. Um, so I, I think, uh, uh, Based on what you read in uh, newspapers, uh, 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 even in stories, uh, you can have some insights. Uh, I think you know people have st started paying attention to institutions uh, maybe 10, 20 years ago, uh, but uh, you know, the focus has been what is measurable, how to measure institutions. Uh, and uh, uh, I think it's a, it's a challenge. Uh, uh, I think our understanding uh, of interactions between firms and institutions, which by the way, uh, it, it seems to be a critical part of IB. Right? Uh, you go across countries, you encounter different institutions mm -hmm. and, and uh, uh, you know, the interaction between firm strategies and, and operational methods and uh, uh, you know, local institutions uh, and how that kind of interactions uh, affects uh, form, you know, performance. And, uh, and so that, you know, I think how to uh, measure institutions. You know, you, you, I think our theorization may be uh, constrained by what we can measure also. I think there's an iterative process. We, we try to understand 
institutions from you know, an intuitive perspective based on our observations and then observe how firms behave differently across institutions. And then maybe we can figure out a better way to measure institutions and get more uh, rigorous evidence uh, and you know, uh, more insights. Thank you. Thailand, uh, what can you say about creativity in research? Like what does your mind think of when it wants feel in a state of idle curiosity, especially about theorizing? Like uh, where do these great creative theories come from? Yeah, I, I, uh, my view, maybe is constrained by my uh, ability to think. Right? My view is that it's really difficult to uh, get the new ideas out of thin air, uh, and and uh, you know some people may be able to think of things that nobody else thought of. You know, like really, you know, maybe really pathbreaking. For me, I, I need to uh, understand more. Uh, a broader knowledge base, uh, and and uh, you know uh, I, I keep up my reading of uh, newspapers, uh, especially the more like, I think I see what the other people are thinking. For instance, you know there are there are interesting articles uh, published uh, on, on Project Syndicate every week, uh, and so I try to keep up with that. I, uh, you know they they may have insights that uh, apply to my field. Right, uh, to, to IB uh, and, and concepts, you know, uh, concepts from say uh, cognitive psychology that influence my view of, of uh, uh, contracting right? and, and uh, uh, incentive systems. Uh, and and uh, so I, my view is that you, you have to, uh, you know, We've been studying recombination knowledge, you know, in technology, in in, in uh, uh, innovation. You need to recombine knowledge. I think the creativity, uh, to a large, very large extent, requires recombination of knowledge. You you read more, you learn more, understand more. Uh, there's higher likelihood you you come up with something new. Of course, in in addition, you know, I I often it's you know think. Uh, pace and think, and I often think of, uh, you know, uh, ideas. One time I just wake, woke up in the morning, and you know, I just wake up in the morning, so started thinking about research, and then, oh, okay, this is a good idea. I need to get up and write it up. Uh, in your opinion, who is the best theoretician? I, I'm sorry, yeah. Who is the best theoretician, in your opinion? Oh, theoretician. Uh, you know, in the world, uh, well, in IB, uh, in IB, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I would just say that, you know, I, I, the, the the people who influence me most are the are the pioneers in IB, I, the, the people who basically created the, the field. Uh, I mean, given my bias, I mean, there are lots of. Uh, different um, fields uh, that are, are in this uh, multidisciplinary field, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Different disciplines in this multidisciplinary field. Uh, but those who influence me most uh, are, 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 are the, the scholars that uh, uh, created the you know, internalization theory, uh, eclectic paradigm, and, and you know the transaction cost economics. So these. You know, I, 
I, I think uh, you know I try to uh, you know push forward what they've done. Yeah, even Dunning, Buckley, Carson, uh, you know, Hanard, you know, so these are, are great uh, theoreticians in our field. Perfect. Alan, what can we say about the evolution of the field uh, from where we were in IB and the future of IB? Uh, where are we going? What, what, uh, what do you think? What can you speculate about the future of the field? Yeah, I, I think we are there. You know, I have two uh, seemingly paradoxical uh, lines of thinking, uh, and one is that the uh, that there are many good theories that are not well understood. You know, even for instance, everybody seems to know something about the transaction cost economics, uh, but this approach is not not necessarily understood by. Uh, Every uh, scholars who apply, uh, scholar who applies it, uh, and uh, so we, you know, the, the, these are, are in my view very uh, uh, applicable and still very applicable theories if you have to understand. In addition to expand the uh, understanding that we uh, can have, uh, we also need to incorporate uh, ideas from different disciplines. You know, whether it's uh, sociology or, or cognitive psychology, uh, and and you know uh, how how you uh, integrate the different ideas in the in the consistent uh, framework. You know, the, by consistently, I mean the, the you, you have to have your anchor there. You know, it, it, my bias, of course, is is uh, institutional economics, right and and you you uh, make uh, assumptions, a set of assumptions, and you you have an uh, analytic logic, right? Incentive uh, uh, incentives manner, but uh, you can relax some assumptions. Right? You, you can borrow some ideas from uh, sociology or, or cognitive, cognitive psychology. Uh, so I, I I don't you know veer away from my say uh, home discipline, but I do try to incorporate ideas. From other disciplines, uh, and, and and you know, I I also think that it, it just simply uh, bringing two, two different ideas together is not sufficient. You need to truly integrate them theoretically. Make make a, you know you ha you have high, uh, have a uh, anchor uh, uh, set of assumptions and analytical logic. Thank you. Can we talk about some advice and mentoring uh, to young scholars? Uh, what was the uh, thing that you wish you would have known when you were starting out that would save so much time and effort? Uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I was very uh, interested, in, again, given my way of thinking, I, uh, I, I often feel fairly confident about my uh, reasoning, right, verbal reasoning without the, the aid of mathematics, but that, you know, the, and often I feel uncertain. Now. I, I don't uh, know what the outcome is uh, given these assumptions and, and the, 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 the logical reasoning process. I have to apply some uh, mathematics, uh, or we could, uh, if, the, if they're too complex uh, to get a, a closed form solution in the mathematical model, 
I want to do some simulation to find out you know, what, what, what is the likely uh, outcome. And, and uh, so there are, there are many tools, the new tools uh, available uh, it's for modeling uh, and, and even simulation encoding. I, I, I was you know, pretty technical in my uh, uh, choice of courses as a PhD student. And, and, but I, you know, I wish that I, I, I chose even more technical stuff so that I could learn uh, uh, by, my, by myself. And uh, what are some of the common mistakes, uh, pitfalls that junior faculty or PhD students are um, doing or are falling into, in your opinion, things that you would say don't do? What are the top uh, few uh, don't do moments for junior faculty? Yeah, my thinking uh, uh, is uh, also based on the emerging uh, practices in PhD programs. When I was a PhD student, my professor, my program did not push me to send papers out early. Uh, and and um, you know, they encouraged me to take courses. Uh, I actually took a lot more courses than required for my uh, PhD uh, uh, degree. Uh, I picked up a, a degree in, in economics also, uh, MA economics. Uh, but now you're pushed to, to write the papers, which is good. Uh, and I, I had to learn how to write uh, pa academic papers, uh, journal papers, uh, as, a, as a new assistant professor. Uh, I, I, I you know, was so lucky to uh, have uh, a number of uh, really uh, caring and uh, insightful reviewers that helped me uh, write papers, you know, in, in, uh, you know, when my, my dissertation yielded, you know, three papers uh, and one in you know, manual science, uh, one in uh, SNJ, and I think uh, it's to a very large extent uh, attribute uh, the success to, to the uh, reviewers and the editors and the reviewers really helped me. Uh, so uh, to get back to, to uh, young scholars today, I, I was you know, to get uh, uh, solid theoretical training, get deep understanding first. You know, don't hurry uh, too much to write papers and send papers out. Uh, that's, you know, uh, it, 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 in the long run, it's probably a waste of time and, uh, uh, and, and you, you cannot write good papers without a solid understanding of the theories. You know, it, you, you may have taken, one may have taken, you know, a number Courses, but how the materials uh, are linked together. So you have a, a very uh, clear understanding of the linkages uh, among the concepts that you are learned, the theories you have learned. This is one of the, uh, I guess, uh, points that I often try to make. Uh, the, in addition, uh, the you know, it's it's a balance between uh, breadth and uh, depth. I think it's, it's really helpful, in my view, to achieve uh, uh, considerable depth in, my, in one social science discipline, you know, whether you choose economics or sociology or psychology, you gain a uh, deep understanding of the field. Uh, in the meantime, in the open mind, and, and so nowadays in most PhD programs, there are business core 
PhD seminars, and you don't necessarily go into the, the social science disciplines to get training there. I, I would still encourage my students, I did uh, my uh, PhD mentoring to take courses from uh, so social science uh, departments. And also uh, the breadth, uh, nowadays you, you do need the breadth. So it's, it's uh, uh, you know, deep in one discipline and be open, uh, have an open mind to other disciplines. Thank you so much, Thailand. Uh, what is one question that I should have asked you, but but haven't? Uh, well, uh, I think uh, well, to, to me, uh, if you go to uh, uh, conferences, there are often sessions about uh, you know uh, uh, work life, work family balance, and, uh, and often you know they they they, they challenge this. Uh, more severe, uh, perhaps, uh, to uh, 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 female uh, academics. Uh, you often see the, the panelists of uh, women scholars. Uh, uh, I think it's, it's for, for, for uh, male scholars, it, it's also important. Uh, and and uh, uh, of course, uh, people, you know, we're we all, uh, to a significant extent, quite driven. We want to accomplish things. Uh, but I, I also uh, realized my uh, shortcomings in terms of, I'm not the, the super energetic guy who can uh, work, uh, uh, you know, 18 hours uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a day for a week. You know, I, I can't, you know, I, uh, if, if I really need to get something done, uh, I can sleep, you know, three, four hours a day uh, for a couple of days and get it done. Uh, it takes a toll on my body. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I, I, I you know, uh, for for quite many years, uh, uh, my wife, my spouse, uh, has not been uh, working full time, and so that really gives me uh, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, time to work. Right? I, I, but I, I try not to, uh, you know, uh, focus solely on my work. I, I you know, would still cook. Uh, I don't, uh, I understand that uh, my, my spouse, uh, you know, uh, need time off, uh, even though, uh, you know, she, she's not working full time. And uh, I wash dishes, I, I spend time with my children. I, I, I you know, it, it's, as, as a person, it's a little hard for me to say no when people ask me to do things. Uh, and, but I, I, know what my limitation is, uh, what my uh, uh, priority is, I also learn to say no when it's really, you know, uh, beyond my capacity. Thank you so much, Thailand, for this very interesting, informative and candid conversation. I learned a lot. I'm sure the audience will agree with me. Okay, so, so thank you very much for doing this great work. And I'm, you know, humbled to uh, you know, uh, be... Uh, uh, selected to, to uh, talk about uh, my life and, and the research of Black and work. Thank you.